Well, hello there, old friend. Um, new friend, enemy, all of the above. Here we are yet again. I'm Amber Ruffin. And I am Dominique Jackson. And this is Three. Thanks for coming back. It is indeed. It's a podcast show where we talk about stuff and things. And right now, we're going to talk about some excellent Black people, as we do on this podcast show. This week, we're going to start with (laughs) Annette Nance Holt. Annette Nance Holt is the first Black woman to be leading Chicago's fire department ever in 160 years of its existence. Oh, wow. Annette has been working with the CFD for 30 years, being awesome, saving lives, inspiring, and the and so on. She also helped welcome a bunch of new uh, paramedics at a graduation ceremony re- recently. And... Uh, Good old Lori Lightfoot <laughs> announced that Annette Nanshold is going to be, yeah, the new uh, leader, HBIC, if you will, of the Chicago Fire Department, stepping in for the now retired Richard Ford. Um, Annette is also the founder of an organization called Purpose Over Pain, which is a nonprofit that she started. Uh, in an effort to support parents who've lost their children to gun violence, because that is an unfortunate tragedy that she knows all too well. She lost her 16-year-old son in 2007 after he was killed on a bus shielding a classmate from gunfire. Oh my god. So, since then, she's been dedicating her hard work and community service to honoring his memory. Um, And so... Now she's running things in terms of saving lives from fire. And there is uh, also another organization called Black Fire Brigade that spoke about her and how important diversity in the fire service uh, is right now. And that obviously Annette has the tools, the resources, the ability. They've known that because she's been working in this field for three decades. Right. Um, so I thought that was awesome. Shout out to you, Annette, for mm-hmm. doing great things. And yes, ma'am. Congratulations. Also, I wanted to send another shout out to Raven Saunders, Raven Hulk Saunders, as you may know her. Um, I just really enjoyed the uh, performance that she gave um, at the trials for the Olympics. She specializes. Oh, yes. In the shot put. (laughs) And I believe that she beat her personal best record um, during this trial. She and fellow excellent Black Jessica Ramsey, who came in first uh, at the trials, they're headed to Tokyo for Mm -hmm. the Olympics and all of their babbitry. Shout out to them. I'm really a lot like black people are super taking over the uh, mm-hmm. Olympics this year. There's been like a couple of other names I've seen of people who've been qualifying uh, lately. I guess trials are happening all over the place, but like Vashti, Cun- Vashti Cunningham, Trayvon Bromel, Allison Felix. There's been like a lot of people that have been making uh the cut, I guess, to the Olympics. Yeah. And they all also, most of them seem to have like really 
inspiring stories and stuff. So fun yeah, it looks like Simone Biles just uh, made it official, which you know surprises Shocker, literally no one. Right. But right. <laughs> But I think it's official now that she's going to. But yes, I just looked up this um, this young lady, Raven Saunders, and now I see why you called her the Hulk because of that mask. She I'm called that. Listen, that's that's her apparent um, nickname. Oh yes, okay. Yeah, well, I, I mean, did not make that up for, for okay. Raven at all. <laughs> she knows the dude. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm impressed. You got to be uh, pretty strong to. I still don't know the ins and outs of shot put i'm not gonna even pretend like i do but i know it takes a lot of strength to hurl that little ball so i can barely blow bubbles like i don't <laughs> let's not get started on like me and coordination any ability <laughs> i was any never ability. gonna do anything on an olympic level so yeah shout out to all the blacks raven just had the right energy and she also had golds in her mouth while doing the shot put i was just like yes please yes <laughs> please mm-hmm. um so that's that shout out to all of the black excellent folks out there named and un- un- unnamed now let's move on to some garbage hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. This week in Hot Tops, Bottom Like a Man too. That's T-O-R. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We matter. Right, Lil Nas X? <laughs> I don't know his position. I shouldn't say that. That was just, I mean, he must know bottoms too. Cause... All right. What so the BET Awards happened. The BET Awards took place this past weekend. Did you know? Did you know? Um, Not until they started, but I did watch them. I flipped back and forth between Fair the BET enough. Awards and the game. I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, I did. And I enjoyed them for the most part. Yeah, me too. I mean, it was nice. I kind of forgot that award shows can have live audiences. <laughs> so right, that was weird. That was pleasant. Uh, uh, a pleasant surprise. <laughs> they still were pretty like spaced out. The girls were like, "Listen, no, <laughs> like yeah. y'all could come in here since like things are opening back up and stuff." But it was still like it. It seems like they spaced things out. 
a bit. It wasn't as packed as a BT award typically. Right. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, So I appreciated that. Let's see. What are some things that took place? Um, Well, God's biggest hype man, Kirk Franklin, opened the show with um, rapper Lil Baby. And um, yeah, that took place. (laughs) Like, I don't... I flipped away from that. (laughs) I was mostly curious to see why. Yeah, did they have the a song together? Sentence. Yeah, they do. They're <laughs> the one that they performed. And I understand that, like, you know, Kirk Franklin and probably other gospel artists are like, how can how can we get people to listen? I don't know. Like, I feel like they often will be like, let's find the person that the kids are listening to, because then maybe they'll listen to the word of God. <laughs> and so I I'm like, fine. But it doesn't okay. stop me from finding a little baby Kirk Franklin collaboration to be awkward. Right. I mean, and I was immediately feeling so awkward that I just turned it right just off. I was why? like, I will come back. I will come back. I mean, if but you know this Jesus. I do not need. <laughs> and I just don't think a Kirk Franklin and little baby collab is going to bring anybody to Jesus. I just mm. don't have <laughs> I don't have that much faith. In whatever that song is. I would um, be curious to hear from the person who was like, I didn't give a fuck about religion. But when I watched <laughs> Lil Baby, one of my favorite artists perform with <laughs> Kirk Franklin at the BT Awards, I went to church. And I paid tithe. So, right. Like, I just don't think anybody's going to get baptized and start taking communion because of this. But, all right. But, you BT, know. BT. This is, it's very BT to have a night of sin get kicked off with a gospel-ish song. Yeah, sometimes it's like gospel-adjacent, and I guess more so they lean into quote-unquote inspirational. You know when they, like, call gospel music inspirational? Because it's a whole, it's like, they be songs about how you made it through, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever your demons were, and... Yeah, keep your head up. Yeah. Type shit. You're worth (laughs) it, and you never thought you would see the light of it, whatever. Like... Yeah. They literally do. It's like anytime the song is not about ass or drugs or guns, Mm -hmm. then it's inspirational. (laughs) And so let's bring it out when it's time to have like a hashtag moment. So, but no, I I knew immediately that that was not going to be for me. Like, why can't, I don't know, Missy Elliott's lick shots be inspirational? (laughs) Maybe I'm inspired by Nanigga. Maybe, <laughs> like, I don't know, Queen Bitch. Like, I don't know. Some other songs might, what, okay, I'm just, shut the fuck up. All right. Um, what else happened? Um, uh, Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars, aka the Two Heartbeats, won Best Group. Um, mm. Interesting to me because I realized by way of their acceptance speech, these niggas have one song. That's right. They have, they have the one, one song. song. I don't even think they've been an, a, an official artist for a year, even. Like, I, I don't know when that song came out, but it couldn't have been more than five or six months ago. And yeah. It is the one song. <laughs> and and yeah. I wish BT would change the name of that category to best duo or group. That's just a personal thing. Because mm. <laughs> technically, you need three to be a group three or more but 
that uh, splitting hairs. Oh, that's very specific. I wasn't even the thinking fact about that. That they won over actual established artists with like multiple singles, even not to mention albums and projects. It was like, I feel like y'all did this to get Bruno Mars to come to your show and to perform and to increase your ratings or whatever. Like, I feel like that, that had to be the reason Niggas because how is the this the best open. group? I mean, and it's a fine song, but the best group out of all the people nominated? No, I don't think. How that, can you be the best when you have one song? I don't. I I I hear what you're saying. I don't know that it's as specific as like let's get Bruno Mars to come to the show. I would say it's more so how can we get these niggas to perform? Leave the door open because Deborah Lee demands it. Oh, and Lord. you know, does Deborah Lee even still? I don't even. Didn't I she don't leave have BT no like idea. Five she years ago have. or something. I don't even think she works there. Anymore. We don't remember. Where the fuck? Who's oh my charge? god! Get a life, Kid Fury. You fucking lame bitch. But yes, I also have no problem with them changing the name of Best Group simply because, like, look at the nominees: Chris Brown and Young Thug. They're not a group. Wait, I didn't even see that. I didn't even know them. The nominees. Were. City Girls and Chloe and Halle. <laughs> City Girls, Migos, Chloe Halle, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac, which are called t- the Two Heartbeats, and then Twenty One Savage <laughs> and Metro Boomin. Which is that a no? Is that a group? No, not as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. And then Chris Brown and Young Thug. Like I know Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin work together a lot. Metro is a producer though. Like he does. I was gonna vocals, say so. Right. So. <laughs> But this whole category was a mess. Half of y'all shouldn't even been nominated. <laughs> Chris Brown and Young Thug just did a mixtape together that I don't even know how many people listened to. So the cat, chop the category. So random. It's so random. But them <laughs> but niggas, for yeah. real, Chloe and Hallie were robbed. Chloe and Hallie were robbed. Under All of the, the legitimate still one of my favorite albums were robbed. Are you kidding yep. me? They have catalogs. These niggas performed Leave the Door Open and Anderson Pac ended the song by asking the crowd, do they want to hear another song? That's how mm-hmm. I, be- like... Yep. <laughs> and they said, nah, fuck that. Run it back. Jesus. This, the song's nice. You know how I feel. I mean, but it's yes. Nice and, <laughs> and I thought it was very interesting that Bruno Mars, like... You know, I just, I really got the feeling that he tried his best to look Puerto Rican I hate you. <laughs> last night. I, I really, I really anywhere. felt like he did. I and anymore. I get it, you know, I, I, I'm sure he didn't put a texturizer or nothing in his hair. Wow. That's really his hair when it's combed out. I'm sure it is. Jesus. And the, that is really his little afro. Like, I get it. You're a brown boy. And so yeah. I've been giving it a lot. And. The little motherfucker can sing. Like, I mean, all of the singing. So good. The cocaine has slowed down nothing. He sounds phenomenal. Oh, is he He's a coke dog? And fun. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I don't... He is the coke dog. <laughs> is he? <laughs> How do you not notice about bro? <laughs> Him and the weekend are like, I feel like they neck and neck. I mean, like, <laughs> so I feel like but, I'm not shocked about the weekend, but <laughs> look at okay. Sure. So, but, you know, everything about Bruno Mars is fun and festive, and I enjoy it. But you got in my head about that little motherfucker, and I just have not With been able to enjoy it 
without that thought popping up since then. So I will say, I think I noticed for the first time when I watched them perform the song, he loves the music that he makes. Like, oh, absolutely. He is in the zone. Like, it looks 100%. like he doesn't even give a fuck if anybody's listening. <laughs> like, he vibes to the music mm-hmm. that he makes. You can tell that he's a very legitimate fan of the sounds and the genres that he uh, co-opts. Yeah. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's He's not doing it just for the money. He legitimately <laughs> loves, loves the black sound. I, yeah. I mean, I believe that because when, I mean, when that little motherfucker sings about leaving that door open, he means that shit. He talking about he girl, if you feeling shit. like I'm feeling, then bring your With ass. It's unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. Mm. He does. He really, really means that shit. So, I, I mean, I'll never deny the talent, but I just. And I'm also like, I try not to rush artists about singles and all that because I feel like put it out when it's ready or whatever else. But after Anderson Park did that shit last night, it felt like now you fucking with us. Yeah. Like it was bad enough that y'all won best group when y'all have one single. One single. There is one, one single. One. One. There is one single. One. And y'all won best group. It was, <laughs> that was wrong. Against groups that have albums. <laughs> like, like more than one single even like just more than one single music <laughs> these niggas have one song available for purchase and or streaming there is one in the one. entire catalog just available one. to the public and they scooped <laughs> and they scooped <laughs> so that felt like you know BET politics once again and I couldn't do nothing but laugh at that but I did feel for Chloe and Hallie I felt like they were robbed and I think they got shut out last night which really didn't make a lot of sense to me but you know mm. i feel strongly about those girls i really love their music so yeah we stand yeah so you know i'm that might just be me being extra but i really felt like they deserved at least you know best group since they were definitely the best group that was nominated that night as far as i'm concerned but um oh i completely forgot where i was going with this train of thought the fact that they shouldn't have won best group because they have. I mean, well, the, and we can end it right. Like you literally should not have, but good performance, good song. And, you know, go on and put something else out. The summer is waiting on y'all. And I mean, so your fans please, are please do. It. So yeah, maybe at least. And, and Anderson Pox swore up and down. He wasn't being colorist and he meant something. Oh, did he respond that, to that? Oh, he said something. Oh my God. It didn't make no fucking sense to me, but you know, niggas sent it to me like, don't be mad. He was just saying like, niggas that love he pointing out the, the irony and that's, that's how niggas talk, you know, not that he meant that, but just oh. that's the type of shit niggas say. And like, what, what? Who like how J. Cole said faggot 17 times on his album. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was similar reasoning where I was like, all right, if you say so. Y'all can believe that if you want to. It still don't curl all the way over for me, but all right, (laughs) if y'all insist. What else we got? Andre Day won Best Actress for playing Billie Holiday. She sung Strange Fruit later. She looked great, looked sound great. Uh, Why are you laughing? (laughs) Because I'm saying it's so nonchalantly. I mean, no, it's because BET loves giving awards like this to people whose primary job is not acting like <laughs> oh they do and i don't disagree that andre Day did a great job but like this is again this is based off one role <laughs> and mm. she's nominated against 
I still haven't watched actress. that. Um, I'm trying to remember if I got all the way through it. I don't, oh. but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I think I just, you know, was high and so uh, I got distracted. Yeah, she won against Angela Bassett, Issa Rae, Journey Smollett, Viola Davis, and Zendaya. <laughs> A bunch of actresses. <laughs> Every last one. Like, I don't want to, I, I, I have literally never seen you act a day in, in my life, Andre Day. And maybe like acting is, is your girl now and you're very serious and passionate about it. So I don't want to take that away from her or whatever. No, not not distracted from her performance at all. Just saying you cannot tell me she's a better actress than Viola Davis. I mean, she did say I didn't expect to win this when she got back <laughs> on stage. And she was like, and I don't mean that on on like the typical I didn't mean I didn't expect this. Like I really didn't expect this. So maybe she Yeah, I think I was watching bit. the game when that happened because I didn't see that. Yeah, she got up there and was like, I don't know what's going on but thank you not shocked though i did see now what was that shady shit oh <laughs> did you see when jennifer hudson came out and talked about her aretha yes. franklin movie <laughs> yes, <I did. laughs> Jesus. i'm gonna leave jennifer's wig alone <laughs> yes please let's leave it right there I would just say that whoever said it looked like Jill Scott's wig and why did I get married to when she journeyed up that mountain I to save no. her marriage? That nigga was not lying. <laughs> Whichever one of y'all said that, you was not lying. Oh. It gave me Alfred Woodard. <laughs> but the production team immediately after Jennifer was done talking about her Aretha Franklin movie panned to what is her name? British singer. Cynthia. Petite. Cynthia Revo, <laughs> who's oh, also who's I read the Franklin movie. <laughs> yes, yeah. who's, who, and I think it already came out. I yeah, think it was like that one's already out. A limited series last year or something. And I mean, Cynthia was being very gracious, clapping. She didn't look stank or nothing like that. But it was just she doesn't seem like a stank person. Later. BT did that shit on purpose. Of course they and did. You can't one hundred percent ten thousand that shit to be messy. Yes, absolutely. And then here come Taraji, sounding like Cedar, talking about <laughs> yes, Jennifer. When it's in theaters, we going, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know what she true. was on. <laughs> but she was, they had Taraji doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, all the costume changes. <laughs> on Sunday the night, tribute, there, was a lot go- there was a lot going on. Cardi B came out uh, during a performance with Amigos, uh, revealing a pregnant belly. Wearing a sparkly Dolce & Gabbana jumpsuit, she had uh, her belly out, confirming recent rumors that she is indeed pregnant with uh, another baby with Offset. That's right. And um, shortly after the reveal, we got some, <laughs> you know, the obligatory maternity photos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which were stunning, by the way. Um, God damn. Literally gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Especially the picture with her and culture. Especially and the, the one with culture. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> like so cute. I can I literally, it reminded me of the photo shoot that Beyonce and Blue did when she was pregnant with the twins. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, just because <laughs> your famous firstborn is here watching, you know, your other children cooking. But like... <laughs> <laughs> Culture's little head wrap. <laughs> the head wraps 
sent me into a completely different dimension. Cardi's earrings, I evaporated, nigga. Like, all of it is just so good, gorgeous, and yeah, nothing. I would have expected nothing less, but yeah. The culture is just a living, breathing doll. I truly, truly love gold jewelry and accessories on black skin. Mm -hmm. You pair that with a nice head wrap on this adorable baby and matching situations on her mama now right. cardi's hair right look like it's another baby inside it <laughs> like, like it's so everything big. about cardi's look was the giant and it over the top is badu like like it is you remember when badu <laughs> used to walk out on stage with a hair yes. wrap size of the fucking empire state building mm-hmm. with all of baduism on top of her head yes right. sure did that the is exactly what cardi had on the earrings too like these earrings are shoulder length and <laughs> like massive. The they bangles. are huge. It's like your belly ain't heavy enough. Like, <laughs> gee, like d- white toes. I mean, no, not the way she came out for that performance, thotting and bopping around, True. jumping all over True. the stage. Like, like she and that baby was turning the hell up. I know yes. that, that infant was like. I'm the baby sorry. had a solo cut. In her belly. Okay. I know your fetus was like, bitch, I hope you had fun because we won't be doing that again. If you don't come sit your black ass down (laughs) and let me enjoy my evening. But yeah, really cute. And I was happy for her. She captioned uh, one of these photos where, um, you know, she's naked and Offset is uh, holding her belly and kissing her neck. And she captioned it. We listened to each other, communicated prayed and then god blessed us and our family with another little blessing our home feels so blissful and very busy but we are ready and so happy thank you so much everyone for the congrats and well wishes i was hoping you wasn't gonna bring this up (laughs) Mm. (laughs) because i (laughs) the first part of this caption is basically you trying to explain to your stance why you had another baby bodice man (laughs) which on the one hand is kind of understandable but like on the much bigger hand is ridiculous because like girl fuck them people they don't know your life um but it also it also made me wonder if cardi herself wasn't feeling a little insecure about the state of her relationship because why like if not now then shortly before she got pregnant or maybe right after because like why why else even bring that up like i'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah you know we went through a bunch of bullshit but after we talked it out and uh decided to be compassionate god said yeah go ahead and have another one like i mean maybe it just felt a little unnatural to me maybe i mean she filed for divorce less than a year ago that's what i'm saying and like but not the first time she has done that either but i think that you're kind of like, in my opinion, you're on the head in just the terms of like people were going to be like, you really got pregnant by this nigga again after walling it. And so it definitely felt to me like, yes, me and this nigga are still together and I am having his baby. Here's why. <laughs> like, that's how it felt to me. Another one. Yeah. Here but I am. I am doing it. Like, okay, girl. Like, I, to me, I truly didn't need an explanation like i felt like when she came out after calling off that that divorce and being like look i miss him and his dick 
what do you want from me? <laughs> like after after she was that candid about it, I was like, bet, like you're a person. Okay. Like I don't need you to like yeah. break it down for me, sis. Like, all right. I really don't. Like and I feel like that was probably for, you know, the younger members of Barty Gang or whatever who were Maybe. gonna be really fucking extra and like get on her nerves about it. And I'm sure people are doing that anyway, but you know, I I cannot want something for you that you don't want for yourself, especially somebody I don't actually know, like Cardi B or Offset. So exactly that. Here's the thing. So, <laughs> I don't know neither one of y'all. I don't know if that nigga is really done cheating or not. I just want you to be happy. I want your kids not. to be good. <laughs> I just want your children to be good. I want all of y'all to live as peaceful and happy and existent as possible. That's all I want for you. Have a a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby and do your best. Like, if you break up, you're not going to, your lives won't end. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you know. You might have to pay spousal support, but, you know, you and your baby are just fine. But, like, yeah. (laughs) I mean, because I have no idea if Migos is still making money like they was, you know, five or six years ago. Sure. Nobody in this conversation is worried about money. Like there, there is also that I'm just saying, you know, as a woman, I would hate to pay spousal support to anybody, I truly don't but especially a nigga with these. Okay. Things. Amen. Well, that was all. That was my primary concern. Like, girl, please don't have to pay a nigga nothing when you leave his ass. Oh, I'm sick for you. But let's yeah. see what else happened at the ET awards or the baby performed. Um, no, cut that off. The baby's performance. And many of the things that he does have the energy of a bad child's birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so chaotic. And it was just like, there was just so much happening on the stage at the same time. Like, bring it it back. Like, I am so mad you said that because (laughs) Sunday afternoon, I was in Brooklyn for Noah's birthday party at the park. (laughs) And there was a child there who was hell bent on making sure nobody could rest. And <laughs> at one point, this toddler, like, could not be older than three, decided to just bust off running and was halfway across the park before anybody could even turn around. So when you said that, <laughs> it made me think of this little baby who was just like, what I'm going to do is have fun. And I don't care if it disrupts everybody around me because fuck all of y'all. It's about me right now. So (laughs) you saying that really brought it home for me. Like, yes, there is always that child. And like, this is supposed to be a fun event. And here you are being chaotic. I love it. Keep going. (laughs) It's just like a lot of unnecessary extras during a lot of the things that he does in performances and videos and stuff. Um. And it's like, I get going, you know, the extra mile or doing fun stuff, having props or whatever. But it's like, girl, like, pick something. Narrow it down. When he came out during DJ Khaled's also chaotic performance, mostly because DJ Khaled doesn't have chill. But when he came out during uh, Khaled's performance, I don't remember. Um, sidebar. I'm so sorry. They don't know this. You do. Link is in the room because, and like. (laughs) My fave. What did she do? (laughs) I never record the podcast with Link in the room because 
she requires too much attention. And when I'm speaking to people, specifically on the phone or any other device, her attitude is, how dare you converse with anyone that is not me? I'm going to do the most to, like, regain your attention. (laughs) I almost kicked her out. But I decided not to because she's been all up in my grill all day long. And so I've just been like, all right, like, I don't know what's going on in your little dog heart, but I'm going to just keep you close by. This bitch just farted. And (laughs) (laughs) I want to throw her away right now. (laughs) And she's sitting in my, or she's laying in my lap, which is another thing. It was like, I knew that she wouldn't just chill over there on the the love sack or whatever or on the couch. Yeah. Like I knew the moment that I sat down she was going to demand to be in my space. So you're sitting here in my lap. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about now because you just assaulted me. She just assaulted me. Anyway, oh, she really is a 3-year-old. Like, like what is, the fuck is this bitch's problem? She is problem? a human toddler. <laughs> And she's still sitting there like, and you will just deal with it. What are you going to do about it? Right. What are you going you to do You will continue continue to hold I me. I will Feel that warmth. And it, right. And you will continue to hold me. So might as well change your attitude. The baby came out during uh, the DJ Khaled's performance. And there's some part of his verse that says something about a contract or not signing a contract. And so he emerges from the stage with a piece of paper that just says contract on the back of it and and does nothing with it he doesn't rip it up he does (laughs) i I guess he tosses it to the side when that line it's just like girl just rap (laughs) it's too much and it's funny that i say that because on the other side of things i would like to uh commend Tyler, the creator. I thought that his performance was awesome. It was, and it was really creative. I thought that it was awesome for that reason. It was creative. I loved the use of the stage and the concept mm-hmm. of it. It was very short. It was probably the shortest performance. It was like two minutes long. Yeah, they had him like as like the outro <laughs> to a commercial. And I'm like, give give Tyler the full... <laughs> Like at this 45 seconds, I'm gonna need more than this because he was painting a picture, c- constructing a story. Was, and I just felt like it was rushed and got cut off. I mean, I haven't listened to his album yet, so I don't know how long Lumberjack the song is. Um, but I just thought it was a as a pleasant it was it was pleasant to look at. It was like mm-hmm. it was also pretty I mean, I wouldn't know if I would use, I don't know if I would say chaotic. There was a lot happening on stage, obviously. <laughs> yes. Yes, concept there is that there's you know crazy wind blowing outside of this house, and I promise you, I don't remember whose performance it was. Maybe it was Jasmine Sullivan's, but like I promise Woo! you, somebody else was performing later on that night, and there was a loose leaf that flew across the stage <laughs> when they were performing. And I meant to go back and try and find the performance to confirm who it was, so y'all can go look it up. Just do your best. But I promise you, I was watching a performance and I was like, was, was that one of the damn leaves? Because <laughs> there was nothing else green Correct. on the stage. It just came out of nowhere. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Anyway, his performance was awesome. D- the Babies was not. Jasmine Sullivan won Album of the Year <sighs> for Hotels. Collect your things. Mm-hmm. You deserved it. I loved seeing her mom on stage with her. And That was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was. And... um. 
I loved every bit of Jasmine's performance. If she don't do shit else, she is going to sing the fuck down and it is going to be a spiritual experience every time. And then bringing Ari Lennox out too to do Sit On It or whatever that song is called. That's what I call it. it. Yeah. (laughs) I, first of all, I love that song. And seeing the two of them like singing live, sharing that space together, Mm -hmm. uh, it just made me miss concerts. Yeah. So fucking much there are so many artists who have put out projects over the last like year and a half that i really fucking want to see live and so and they want to show it to you live i promise and i was i was blown away by jasmine and i also i mean fell in love with Lil Nas X's performance so much that I like immediately went and followed him on every social media platform that i have yeah i loved it let me first I say about it. Ari and, and Jasmine and that song slash performance. I enjoy it extremely because of the same things. The, you know, the singing is awesome and they sounded amazing and they make it look easy. But the song is also kind of funny. So there's something about it that's like mind blowing because of how great it sounds. And then at the same time, it's like there's expertly beautifully singing about how they want to sit on it. And there's some mm-hmm. line where Jasmine says something like, what did she say? A little bow, bow leg, bow-legged hood nigga with a nine inch or something. There's just lyrics to it that makes me smile because mm. I'm childish. So <laughs> I get a lot of pleasure yeah. out of that along with their talent. Now, little Nazir X. Go ahead. You loved it, huh? Me? Did you? I did. I did. I really loved his performance. I loved the the mass of gays um, doing choreography in the background. I love the kiss fake out that he did before the real kiss. And, then, you know, I don't like seeing people kiss. And that goes for everybody, especially straights. But I don't like seeing nobody kiss. So <laughs> the fact that I, like, completely got my life for that moment because I thought, oh, you know, like, I thought he thought, oh, it's BET. I'm not going to give him too much. And so, like, that was the fake out. So, I really did not expect it. Like, I didn't see it coming like I maybe would have if he hadn't done that. So, it was, like, all the more exciting for me. But, yeah, I loved the, you know, how it felt very much like um, homage to Michael Jackson and the Remember the Time video. And I just, yeah, I love, 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 love seeing this young generation of gays be so much more free than my generation of (laughs) young influential gays were you know 15 years ago like even just 15 years ago so much has changed and I just love seeing this young gay boy have this stage and BET finally listening to us about bringing more gay shit and queer shit and trans shit into the BET Awards. Like, stop acting like we're not here. And and it's I'm Pride Month and Black Music Month. Like, like I just... Right. Stop acting like we are not so much of this. And I felt like BET really tried to course correct with a lot of that honoring Queen Latifah that, like they did and having MJ Rodriguez pre- uh, present to SZA who said her anxiety kept her from going and yeah. Lil Nas like I just felt like this was their attempt to be like okay girl we're listening and like we're finna do better so all of those things together but pl- like I really just enjoyed the performance and it reminded me like I'm pretty sure when the song came out that I was like child that video is scary and that's not for me and you know, none of this is for me, but I'm happy for you. I feel like 
seeing his performances has helped with like the song growing on me to the point where I enjoy listening to the song when I see him perform it because of how much it looks like he is like getting his life and enjoying being his authentic self. So I did. I loved it. I didn't live. I do like the song. <laughs> um, I've liked the song since the moment I heard it. I think it's really catchy. Um, I did not live for the performance. I didn't see much of the remember the time tribute. Like I know a nigga came in with a coat or a cloak on at the beginning. <laughs> and then they did what looked like some of the choreography from the dance break of Remember the Time. Yeah, it was more like the costumes, the choreography, the well, whole no. feel of it. No. I I felt like no. that was like... Nobody was wearing a costume from Remember the Time. You weren't wearing what Michael was wearing. Your dancers weren't wearing what the dancers were wearing. You were just wearing Egyptian shit. So... yeah. Not like a direct comparison, but like that was definitely the feeling that I got from it. Like this was his way of honoring that. If it wasn't for that dance breakdown, you would have never convinced me that this had anything to do with uh, Michael Jackson tribute. Also, mm. the kiss thing could have been kept to me. <laughs> like, and that isn't, that's only because I have always cringed at like performance kissing. <laughs> like I've what who like I guess I can understand the argument that him kissing the dancer or whatever during this performance is about like visibility, bravery, whatever it's proud. But I've always just been like, whenever I see a, a performer like make out with their dancer or whatever random unnamed person, I'm just like, what the fuck was the point of it? To show that you kiss people? Like if it was your partner that you're on stage with. That you kiss. Like, for instance, when if Beyonce kisses Jay-Z on stage, they marry. Like, that makes sense. You kiss that person outside of work, right? So, like, that makes... <laughs> okay. But, like, you kissing this random nigga that was dancing with you on stage is just like, oh, like, you wanted to be like, look, guys, I kissed that person. It made me think of, like, when Madonna kissed Christina yep. Aguilera and Britney mm -hmm. Spears at the VMAs. And I, I remember watching that live when it happened and thinking, why? <laughs> like, like, what was... I, it didn't upset me. To I wasn't the, offended. To get the people talking. Like, but it was, I think it's literally for the... Like you said, it's literally the performance of it. I just find that type of shit to be unnecessary, personally. But, you know, egg your toast. What? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, what, what I just said. I have... <laughs> No idea what that was. Um, yeah, I had fun with it. I, I had a good time. Who I was severely underwhelmed by was the City Girls. I just was. I'm sorry. And JT more than uh, Young Miami. I thought that City Girls' performance was a bit awkward in places. Um, I It feels like they might have been a bit nervous. But probably I wouldn't be shocked. It also seemed kind of cute. They just, I don't know. I just think they're cute. <laughs> like they just, I don't know if there's something like that, that. If they like remind me of home or I'm what sure they do, but how like, could they not? <laughs> I don't know. They just, it's, there was something about it in whatever flaws you may name that I still found endearing. And I liked the little 
oh, we're going to have a, a dance battle thing that they did at the end. So, mm. yeah, I was just like, don't know what I expected out of a City Girls performance, but I think it was more than this. You know, but I couldn't say that I hated any of them that I saw. I flipped off of the baby every time I saw his little ass pop up. So mm. I don't know whether you I liked it or not. I I'm sure. I'm sure that that's true. <laughs> but like, I enjoyed Megan's performances. I, I didn't care for that one either. Um, And overall, yeah, I feel like I can't think of anybody else right now. But overall, I enjoyed them. Niggas, you know tend to do a good job um, with their performances at the BET Awards, I think. Megan touched the stage quite a few times. She won Best Female Hip-Hop Artist. She won Video of the Year with Cardi for WAP. Um, and mm-hmm. what else? She won another one, I believe. She oh, won with Beyonce. Choice. Yeah, for... <laughs> for the Savage Remix. For the Savage Remix, which she basically used to stand Beyonce. <laughs> She really, she's everybody know I love Beyonce. Every time somebody asks me who you want to work with, it's always Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. And bitch, I got a song with Beyonce. Like, I love she how she literally sat there and stand the whole time. I love how, like, normal and regular her acceptance speeches were. Like, every time she went up there, she was just like, ah, like, like she just did, like, yeah. or she was just like, they told me I had two minutes to put on this dress to come back out here. And I was like, <laughs> How you know I need to be out there? Or how you know I won? Whatever. Like, she was just very... Girl, you think the producers don't know who won? Right. Girl, you don't <laughs> know people have to put names on these cards they put out? But that was y'all's bad for having her perform right before she was finna win an award. Like It happens. It's like niggas will perform business. and then literally they'll be like, stand right there on like stage right. Yeah. Like, and you will see them in the same shit still breathing hard to go and pick their award up. And, and she was breathing hard and, and trying in the mid- It felt like she had to walk a very long way to get to that mic. Or run in heels. <laughs> yeah, and she was out of breath when she finally got there. And I love that Cardi didn't come up with her. Like I said, probably because that baby was like, no, you're going to no, remain seated. We are leaving. You're going to go get you some seltzer water and we're going to go sit down in the back and you're not getting up. So Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I but I just I really want nothing but the best for Megan. Like I just get so proud every time I see her, like the growth and the talent and I just uh my heart. I just love that girl. So yeah, I have fun at the BT Awards. Queen Latifah got her um <laughs> my dad <laughs> lifetime achievement award um which you know comes with a little tribute as mm-hmm. they do I and really it was amazing loved the queen latifah tribute i really it was really so good it was so good <laughs> look him in that fucking bang i loved <laughs> I screeched. it like first of all i really truly lived for kim performing you in ity i Y'all have to help me out. Was that like a Prada hair clip in her bang to look like a purse? It was. You know, it's a little, I don't even know what you would call it. If it's like an emblem or whatever. No, I feel like Prada, like the little, it was kind of like a little like (laughs) diamond logo of Prada. Yeah, like like I've seen that before, but like on purses, I think. Right. I mean, and I would not be surprised if Prada like made this for Kim or if somebody made it for her out of existing Prada 
materials. I don't know, but what a trend! I do know that I lit. I screamed out loud when I saw that fucking bang. Like I wasn't, I wasn't ready for none of that, and I loved it. And I loved how like Queen Latifah loved it. I loved how yeah. into it she was, and I just. I mean, I'm I'm such a fan. I have such respect for her work and the things she's done and the fact that like everything she does, she's good at. Like a lot of these niggas dabble in acting and dabble in, in singing instead of rapping and, you know, try out this and that because they can or because Why they can not? make some money off of it. But Queen Latifah is actually talented. Like every <laughs> other thing she does, she's good at. Like good as fuck. <laughs> so... I just, you know, she was very much deserving and her acceptance speech was beautiful too. Rhapsody and Moni Love also were, I, they killed it. I They like, mm-hmm. I think helped to kind of open my eyes to how much I really love and miss the rap cadence of like 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know, flows and sound are a little bit different now and I'm not saying that it's better. I'm not that old yet. Yeah, I am. But... <laughs> I just, it was fire, especially the way that they mix up some of, like, the beats and production in it. And yeah. MC Light got to come downstairs. They told her she was allowed <laughs> she to did. touch the stage for once. She did with her visible brazier. Yeah. She sure did. Probably could I just have so much respect for the the, the lady rappers the of the, yeah, the late 80s and the and the 90s, so... Yeah, it was just, it was beautiful to see. I love the little video that they had beforehand of, um, you know, the peers and the the one she has inspired talking about her legacy. I love that she brought her dad on stage with her for the speech and that mm-hmm. picture of her mama. She shouted out whoever Ebony is <laughs> and said the name of their child too, I believe. I don't, I mean, and I don't know. When I tell you I don't know nothing about this baby, I learned that this person existed when she said that person's <laughs> name. She doesn't talk. I don't know how old that child is. I have no idea of like the circumstances of their birth. I didn't even catch a child's name, to be honest with you. I don't remember what it was, but it was whoever she said after Ebony. She said, Ebony, my love, and then somebody, my love. And then she said, Happy Pride. And I was just like, Does BT want me to smile? Does BT want me to burst? (laughs) I can't handle this. I was just so happy. I loved it. That was a beautiful moment. That's, I think, what I've got for the BET Awards. Obviously, I'm leaving out lots of stuff, especially winners. You know, I mean, for what's worth, Lil Baby won Best Male Hip Hop Artist. Her won Best Female R&B. Chris Brown won Best Male R&B. Give me on worth, right? <laughs> and and I mean, like, oh, what? Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> not even gonna do it. Give you on one best new artist, uh, Bruno Mars, and Bruno Mars somehow pulled off video director of the year too. Lord what? have mercy! What video did he direct? Don't say leave the door open. I would assume it better not be leaving. The door to, what else could it? <laughs> Burn boy won best international art uh, act. Yeah. Oh yes, know. I saw that. <laughs> I Naomi didn't see Osaka, that. Sportswoman, LeBron, of course, Sportsman. Oh, <sighs> Brie Runway got Viewer's Choice for Best New International Act. Work, Brie Runway. I love her. Um, yeah, so you can go and check highlights of stuff from the show on BT's 
uh, page sounded yeah, kind of like watch an the ad. performances. <laughs> you want to check that stuff out. Or if you would like to, because I don't know, for some reason when I just mentioned the Madonna, Britney Spears, uh, Christina VMA thing, I will never forget. Every time I think about that performance, I think about how visibly confused Mary J. Blige was during the entirety of it. If you <laughs> don't remember or yes. haven't watched it in a while. It's so good. Mary was looking at the bitches like, what the <laughs> what fuck in the are they fuck doing? is this? Yes, the whole was. time. It was hilarious. Um, That's the BT Awards. Oh, Lil' Kim also mentioned at the BET Awards during, I think, the pre-show, she was being interviewed by DJ Envy, who asked her if she would do a versus. She said yes. When asked who she would do a versus again, against, with, I mean, zero hesitation, not a missed beat, she said Nikki's name. Um, oh, really? Oh, immediately. She said, oh, wow. Oh, shit. And Envy was like, really? Wow, I would love to see that. (laughs) She said, yes, me too. I lived. It was like the subtlety, the coy tone. Yeah. The whole just like, I, my mind's made up. That's who I'm doing against, period, or I'm not doing it. Wow. Wow. Um, Oof, I mean, that would be incredible. That would definitely break every versus record. Period. It would <laughs> but break I can't Instagram. See Nikki, I cannot see Nikki agree. She's never going to do it. She's no. not going to do it. She's going to be like, let the let the numbers speak for themselves. Which, okay, but... Sure? I, I mean, okay, but, you know, niggas would absolutely live. Like, I what, would love it. What, I would have a watch party for that. I would legitimately <laughs> shop for the pre. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would go get liquor and snacks for this. Yeah, like no, I need to, I need to plan this out. Like this is a moment. Yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah, Nikki would never. And I don't think that like no. she I don't think she would do a versus at all. Like not just cuz it's Kim. I just yeah, don't think no. she would do it. Period. The only person when I thought about it that I feel like she might agree to do it against is Drake. And that's because they're friends and peers and label mates and huge superstars. But sh- I don't ever in this reality see her agreeing to doing a versus oh, no. with Mm-mm. Kim at all. Right, but no, I loved <laughs> Kim's confidence and tone when she ever so softly was like, yes, me too. I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so right. cute. I'm but, surprised that she actually said, Nick, I thought before you said it, I would have thought anybody but Nikki. Like she said anybody else's name, but not Nikki. And so the fact that she was like, yep, who exactly who you're thinking? Yep. That girl sure do wanna. Mm-hmm. Would love to see it happen. Like that's not going to happen. But it isn't. Yeah. I'm surprised that she actually says so. I would love it to happen. And I would also love it to happen sans drama. Like I would really love it to be a thing that could end with them finally just squashing it and like celebrating each other's as 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 talent and i would love to see nikki and kim do kim's little um quiet storm dance you know when she performs the quiet verse and she does her little (laughs) yep a little version of the mary bop yep (laughs) i'd love that but i don't see it happening and Mm -mm. you know nikki do it do it do it nikki but i really feel like they should not do it before having a conversation i mean for the mess yeah. for our personal <laughs> entertainment 
Then no, absolutely not. But again, I would like to see them dead it. Like I, I would yeah, like to see them. I would just, too. Because you know Nikki appreciates Kim. You know that Nikki is a fan of Kim. You know that she is inspired by her and her contributions to hip hop. And I'm sure that that Kim has to appreciate or at the very least acknowledge Nikki's talent and contribution as well. So let's start there. Wouldn't <laughs> like, that be nice? Let's start I just there, don't want it to be but... tense like it was with Gucci and uh, Jeezy because that I was nervous. Yeah, that was for that entire evening. I but was you nervous. See, niggas loved that. Niggas I mean, yes, that's it. true. Niggas did love it, and Gucci, you know, fed right into it. Oh, it absolutely. could have gotten a lot uglier if Jeezy was not over there meditating the whole time, and but... it was ugly. And it was like that. It, it got ugly and disrespectful. And I did live. But like, I was also still <laughs> nervous yeah. as shit. The How the fuck were we on the time. edge of our seat? Nervous as fuck at home. <laughs> Looking at Instagram. At shook, home. Nigga. We scared. Like, I'm nowhere near the violence. And I'm still frightened about what might happen. So I would like for it to not. I mean, and it would never be that bad anyway. But I would like for it to not be tense like jittery energy i would like for them to be like we're letting go of the dumb shit we acknowledge each other as legends and this is gonna be a fun night i really would love that we yeah. might be you know wishing on a Not star holding my yeah. Breath. Yeah. yeah exactly that rihanna and asap rocky were refused entry briefly um when they popped up at a new york city quote-unquote club um, after reports say the security at the club allegedly did not recognize them, demanded to see ID, etc., etc. <laughs> you um, didn't recognize Rihanna. Shut up, girl. Like, come on, girl. When I read that, I was Shut like, up. this person had to be someone petty that was like, the Rihanna I know would never show up with whoever this is. <laughs> so <laughs> clearly you can't be the real Robin Fenty. I love that. I, you know, I am secretly now hoping that that is true. Like, perhaps you didn't recognize ASAP Rocky, but you know for damn sure you recognize Rihanna. Don't do this. I honestly don't even believe that this story is true. I'm sure that they, because they got in eventually, but I don't believe that. I feel like this is just rumored shit and whatever the mix up at the door could have been any fucking thing i really find it hard to believe that this person didn't know who rihanna yeah is. there is no way there is or no way. just look at what she had on and been like this is obviously a famous person <laughs> <laughs> i mean and just look at her like that is you know rihanna's face like don't play with me you do i'm not gonna argue about it it's not up for debate you do you work the door at a club in New York City and you expect me to believe you don't know what Rihanna looks like? Like, tell me another lie, girl. Because this one is not well thought out at all. It's you know just no way in the world. about this story was that when I when I read it, the headline was like, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky denied club entry or something like that. And when I read the story, they were talking about fucking Barcade. Shut up. Not Barcade. <laughs> Which is, yes, for those of you who have never heard of it, a bar that's also an arcade. And I like, mean, it's fun, but not, it's a lovely. I've had a great time when I went to Barcade. Yeah. But it, they made it seem like these niggas got denied entry at fucking the Met Gala or like right. Soho House or some shit. <laughs> not Barcade. <laughs> like, 
the most regular ass place. Like, <laughs> come on, baby. It's literally like a regular regular bar with, a, but it's not even giving Dave and Buster's. It's like no, any. It's not that many. It's bar. like old ass arcade games. Yeah. Yeah. And like a, a pool table, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, why was fun. there even security to be che- like? I guess I like confused by this. Checking ID because liquor, sure. Making sure yeah. niggas don't have weapons, yes. But I don't know who you are, so you may not come in to where all niggas the are doing barking. in here is drinking <laughs> Casamigos and playing Paperboy. <laughs> oh, I used to be good at Paperboy. I was trash. I had to practice, but I got good. So yeah, no, th- th- this is a lie. This is a lie. Yeah, I, I don't. Bu- I don't buy it. Um, lastly, I just wanted to send love out to Young Ma, who's apparently checked into rehab recently. Um, yeah, she oh, tweeted uh, on the twenty second. Loving God, I pray that you will come for me in my suffering. Lend skill to the hand of hands of my healers. And bless the means used for my cure. Give me such confidence in the power of your grace that even when I'm afraid, I may put my whole trust in you. And she also like uh, tweeted on my way to rehab about to lose this addiction on Instagram, but I think she deleted that post. Um, no word on wow. what specifically or uh, what type of addiction she's treating, but I think a lot of her fans are assuming it might be alcohol since she openly raps about drinking a lot and how yeah abusing yeah abusing that shit all. yeah no she does damn Ooh, but we love we... ma so support mm. yeah wishing you the best in that addiction is um it's nothing to play with and it is a whole home so best of luck um shaking that demon loose okay before we move on it's time for Kid Fury's Sport Shorts Study. And tonight we're going to be discussing the National Basketball Association playoffs. And that is when players of basketball have an anime-esque um, era arc where they all come together and settle who who's the best of the best. So because mm-hmm. I decided to yell sports shorts loudly, you were like, oh, he's still speaking to people. So let me show my ass and start climbing on the furniture and doing all kinds of wildery. <laughs> Sit your African-American ass down and act like you have some sense. Never again. <laughs> Don't come over here now. Don't come over here now. Go back over to Wrecking Shop and busting up all of my goddamn things like you just were a second ago <laughs> in demand of my attention. How dare you? Nah, free my nigga Link. <laughs> oh, now you want to be cute. <laughs> Get you. This is why you don't record with her in the room. Ever. The bitch is climbing <laughs> up on the fucking entertainment center. <laughs> trying to pull nah. baby Yoda off of... Anyways, okay. She innocent. She innocent. <laughs> All right, she's back in my lap. If you fart again, I'm literally throwing you out. I swear on everything I know and understand. The Milwaukee Bucks are leading the Eastern Conference Finals with a a, a 2-1 lead, which means that they've won two games and the other team has won one game. The other team, yep. 
The Atlanta Hawks, I said the name of the team. Don't do me. I know exactly what I'm talking about. No, Such as the fact do. that they played the game <laughs> together and the Atlanta Hawks lost in Atlanta. Um, Trey Young did a, a hell of a, a job at this game doing so much scoring and points and and running and um unfortunately after a a slip up stepping on the ref's foot and limping away to the locker room for a taste and then bringing his light-skinned um talent back out onto the court couldn't catch up in the fourth quarter when forward chris middleton came through and scored three three pointers in two minutes, less than two mm-hmm. minutes, in the fourth yeah. quarter, and pushed the Milwaukee. But I have no idea where Milwaukee is, and pushed the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> ahead of the Hawks. <laughs> Rough out there. I'm sure the Atlanta Hawks weren't feeling that. A 38 point game for one Chris Middleton, just above Trey Young's 35. It doesn't matter. And everyone knows I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, So, (laughs) what a game. And What a game indeed. You know, many expected famed MVP Giannis and (laughs) and Tata Yep. Yep. Compo. They expected for him to take things over, but what the Milwaukee Bucks possess and what they super possessed that night was teamwork, uh, synchronicity, synchronicity, that and synergism and talent. And so the playoff final conferences have many games before um you ch- they choose whoever wins the most and so keep your eyes peeled sports fans for more because it's not over until the last fat hawk sings and then on the west side of things because there's east and then the west and then they meet in the middle what <laughs> the west coast you know looking great for the suns because they're Is leading, it? they're leading the West Finals three to two right now. Mm, what did you think about the game that just finished tonight? Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> it's no way you think things look good for the Suns if you saw that game tonight. <laughs> Tonight's game was, you know a bit shaky for the Suns. I mm-hmm. feel like hopefully it's something that um, lit a fire underneath them. A sun-like fire, if you will. Powerful. And that, um, you know, just because you were leading 3-1 doesn't mean that it's over. And the Clippers exist. They are, I believe, that other t- team in LA that exists in LA for whatever reason. Like, why the fuck do That's they have... That's right. <laughs> Just pick Two one. Like, why I do you... don't know the answer to that. 
And the Lakers are like extremely worldwide famous. What do you, what is yeah. the Clippers? It's do? true. The Suns do only have to win one more, but you know, I think everybody expected them to close it out at home. So mm. the fact that they didn't, it's just like, oh, girl. Hmm. I knew that. We'll see. Yeah, you know, I'm sure you did know that that game was played in Phoenix. I'm sure you did. And Everything you didn't just about learn it. that yeah, no. when I said it. Yeah. Of course not. What so, are you talking about? I'm no, a sports analyst. <laughs> it's your actual job. Please. I know. It is what I do. And so, girls, we're having a great time over here analyzing the sports. So much ball and pass and pump fake and, and, and screens and mm. uh, halftime. That's right. There was also a halftime. See you girls at the finals. Well, we'll we'll discuss more. And my personal prediction for the finals will be that it will be the um, Wombats versus the Stars. The okay. Thank you guys so much. This has been another sh- <laughs> uh, sports shorts with expert knowledge and information. You're also welcome. This is what I do because of passion. Um, it's time for your listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. The first letter this week comes from Freya, who says, I've been in therapy for a while, and after an excruciating period of self-revelation, I've been able to recognize all the ways I have been wrong and replayed unhealthy patterns in my relationship, and I'm working through all of it to be a better version of pause. myself. Hold on for me real quick. No, no, don't pause the, the audio. Oh, okay. <laughs> pause that. Get out. <gasps> she farted again. This bitch <laughs> farted again. Are you nervous? <laughs> are you ner- are you okay? <laughs> like, are you are you alright, bitch? <laughs> like, she looked back at her ass this time too. Like she was like, <laughs> she farted and then like looked back, like, oof. Like even you're you not putting her out. Not you are not out. putting her out. I know. I know you're not. <laughs> I love this fucking idiot. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I only went to therapy after my most recent relationship of two years ended. And with some humility, I've realized all the ways I contributed to the ruin of our relationship. I broke with her. I broke up with her out of the blue when I was in a dark place mentally. I didn't say anything wild or cheat on her, but I had been difficult, had poor boundaries with one of my exes, and I didn't listen as well as I could have sometimes. Mm. I know that she was really invested in the relationship and that I really hurt her. She's a Virgo. So when her heart is set, she's not fucking around. And at the moment, she is not speaking to me at all. (laughs) I bet. Yeah. I love her more than anyone I've ever met, and I've never felt a spark like this with anyone before. When things were good, we were really happy, which I'd never experienced before, and genuinely supported each other. Loving her and the feeling of losing her is what actually prompted me to seek therapy. My question is, do you think there's any way I could win her back now that I am doing the work to be better? What would y'all do if you were me? Do you think you sometimes meet people so that they impact you so deeply that you change for the better, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are meant for you. Please help. I'm not sure what to do. Thanks, Freya. Well, all right, Freya, I do think that. <laughs> yes, I do think that sometimes <laughs> you are, um, you do cross paths with people, enter relationships with people um, for however long, because you're meant to learn something about yourself and apply that to yourself. And it, doesn't have to be applied with that person by your side. Sometimes it is just for you to learn better, do better, 
see better, etc. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that you should probably just let her move on and have her damn peace. Respect yeah. those boundaries <laughs> since you couldn't respect the boundaries with your ex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like rehabilitation feels like an extreme word for this but i can't think of a different (laughs) one but like you know working on yourself self-improvement is it it feels like less legitimate when the desire to get back the thing you lost for lack of it is discussed or highlighted or focused on does that make sense like if you show and prove with your actions and somehow she notices it and you naturally organically speak again and come back together lucky you good for you you know great mm-hmm. um but i don't think that you should be doing any of this with the intention or whatever of, of getting back with her. I think that you should learn. Um, I don't know if you've done the mid two thousands rom-com lesbian thing of, um, you know, sending an email. (laughs) I mean, if she's anything like me, then your email address is blocked. (laughs) I mean, well, I didn't say she was going to receive it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it might be good for you to write it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it could be even a thing where you just write it on a piece of paper and send it to her. But, yeah, I I think, personally, uh, leave her alone. Work on you. You have the uh, possibility, the ability to um, find another relationship, another love, and it'd be better and healthy because of the work you should be doing on yourself. Yeah, I, um, I agree. And I think this point that you made Freya about like, sometimes you meet people and they just have an impact on you and it can be, you know, life changing, but that doesn't mean you're meant to be together. I think that is very true. Mm. Um, not necessarily that that was her purpose for your life. Cause that's pretty shitty for her. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Like, hey, girl, sorry that you had to go through a bunch of bullshit, but it was so that somebody else could grow. Like, mm, no, fuck yeah. that. But <laughs> I think that that is a lesson for you to take here. Like, let me work on myself and you being in therapy and all that is great. Um, I just don't think that you need to be worried about whether you can win her back. Like, is it possible? Maybe that kind of depends on where she is with her own, like sense of self and her own therapy journey or her level of ability to tolerate shit from niggas like that depends a lot on her um but i don't think it's something you should be aiming to do i think you should really be um worried about yourself right now (laughs) and um the fact that you're just now at the place where you're like damn i'm realizing how i've done shit wrong and i've repeated a lot of toxic patterns and all this like keep working through that like (laughs) keep going that's that's a lot that's a big thing and so to come to somebody and be like i just had this revelation i'm fucked up it's like (laughs) is she supposed to be like wow i had no idea like (laughs) (laughs) i think she knows (laughs) based off the way things ended and you know the fact that you had you said you didn't cheat but you had poor boundaries with an ex which 
which I am assuming to mean like your ex would call or text you or say something inappropriate and you didn't necessarily check her on it. Um, so, yeah, I think you should you should work through that because that might just be the beginning of the things that you start to realize or whatever. So, yeah, um, I think if your idea of an email is good um, and you can even send it if you want to. But maybe if you I think it might be better for you to just write out what you would love to say to her if y'all were in a place where y'all were like willing to sit down and hear each other out about this. Um, and that might you know, be cathartic enough. Cause if you send it, then you might start to get stressed out about whether she saw it. Is she going to email me back? Like searching for red receipts or whatever. Like you might start focusing more on getting her back and less on your growth. And I think that's really where you need to, to focus your energy on, on just being a better you. For the record, I think you should leave this girl alone completely, but like, yeah, that's the best idea. Do, Uh, reach out to her i think an email could be good and hopefully it uh does not include uh any mention of getting back together and it can just be accountability apology uh peace yeah um because like also i feel like people in this position have a habit of like doing this work i'm gonna go to therapy i'm gonna talk to the lady i swear i'm gonna do it this time and then if they do get back with that person they fall back into the same habits that they did before and you realize that the trouble wasn't really that or you weren't you didn't really realize things you needed to improve on you were kind of doing damage control because i left your ass and you were like oh no crisis alert this motherfucker's leaving we can't have that and so you do what you feel like you need to do to get back here but does any of that work stick around right Especially because you said this is like your first healthy relationship. So, yeah, you probably are feeling a little sick (laughs) that you ended something that was so, you know, beneficial for you. Um, But, yeah, I think you still need to to work through that. And if she if she contacts you, then, okay, you have your letter ready or whatever and all the things you want to say. But it's probably for the best that you work through the things you have to work through because, Breaking unhealthy patterns and is incredibly difficult work. And you've put this girl through enough. So agreed. Um, but good luck with your therapy journey. I know it gets hard sometimes. Um, let's move on. This next one comes from Ryan, who is a woman. Um, but her name Word. is Ryan. I love the name Ryan for girls. <laughs> Me too. So Ryan says, I was best friends with a man named Adam for six years before he enlisted in the Marines. He quickly rose in the ranks, and three years ago, he came home from deployment to visit. During the two weeks that we hung out, I became pregnant with his kid. Oh, right. Okay. When I found out that I was pregnant nine weeks later, we spoke over Skype, and he outright told me that he didn't want to have children and that it was a bad time for him to have kids because his career and serving the country came first. (laughs) He said that he would wire me some abortion money, but I told him that I couldn't go through with that and that I was having the baby. He said fine and told me not to put his name on the baby's birth certificate and that he didn't want anything to do with us and told me not to beg him for money in the future. That was the last time I heard from him. Really do this. They do every day. I ended up having my son and raising him as a single mother, although I have a wonderful tribe around me. My son and I live a happy and comfortable life. Three weeks ago, I got an email from Adam. Oh, my God. I know where this is going. I'm sorry. I think you do. I think I I might be wrong. I'm I'm (laughs) wrong. (laughs) 
He was medically discharged from the Marines after he was injured in combat uh-huh. and had to have his leg amputated. Jesus. Well, I didn't see that part coming. <laughs> He moved back to our city and said that almost dying has given him a new outlook on life. And in what he thought were his last moments, his mind went to how he has a kid out there who has never known him. Adam now wants to get to know his child and has offered to pay child support. But here's the thing. While I do have empathy for his situation, I am a little bitter. The conversation that went down between us left a bad taste in my mouth and I'm conflicted. Mostly because I don't want Adam to come into my son's life just to build a bond and then leave or something and decide that having a son is too much for him. Mm. I just need some advice. Do y'all think I'm being awful or selfish about this whole situation? Should I just suck it up and give him the opportunity to be a father and keep my feelings out of it altogether? Thanks, Ryan. Well, Ryan, um, I don't think you're being awful. I think you might be being a little selfish. Um, I totally understand how you, I can't say I understand how you feel. I respect, um, you being bitter or feeling bitter about it. Like, mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> like, you make a child together and you're just like, no. And not only no, I'm, I'm not going to do anything about that. Don't put my name on that nigga's birth certificate. Don't call me about him. Uh, I'm not going to give you any money. I'm not helping you. It's just like, oh, <laughs> like, I Every day. They do it. Every day. Every day. And that's the ones that actually say something about it and don't just like disappear. Right. Um, yeah, it sucks that he lost his leg and stuff like that, which it's like so crazy to me that he's like, I'm not taking care of no baby because this country comes first. And it's like America comes first? Are you sure? <laughs> Now you have one leg because of whatever pointless bullshit fighting, I guess, is anyway. Yeah. Whatever dumb shit America put you through. Um I totally understand and respect how you feel about being bitter with this nigga. And I think that there are probably plenty other people who have been parenting alone or single moms and dads, maybe, who have had um, similar issues with uh, parents who decide to come along afterwards and mm-hmm. be in a, a part of, of their child's life. And I also big heard when you were like, I don't want to risk him popping in and then popping out of my son's life again. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I respect that as well. And I guess the reason I brought up like other... Um, parents who may have been have gone through this is because i'm sure that there are like certain procedures or processes that some have when it comes to co-parenting with somebody that you want to punch in the face um so maybe there are ways that you can sort of like bridge the gap for him and his son um that is minimally triggering for you um after or well before like you figure out what that could be um and i think that if you haven't already you need to have a a conversation for clarity with him um just in terms of what you expect what you demand as this kid's mom and um yeah that you ain't playing basically (laughs) that's it right i think i would um i would take it real slow with this like I wouldn't necessarily force it into the courts just because 
you know, I would rather avoid all that drama unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, Most would, yeah. And, and, you know, biologically, this is his child. Legally, he does have a right to be in this baby's life. So um, I would just start with, like, laying down some really strong ground rules yes. and being like, if you think you're going to, like, come into my son's life and be introduced as his father, you definitely going to have to prove your worth to me. Like, you're not just coming to get him and take him somewhere for however long, you know, like, that's not happening. You coming over here and I'm watching the way you engage with him and whether he's comfortable with, like, I'm going to watch y'all build a relationship before I trust you to do anything more than that. Because this is my baby that you said you didn't give a fuck about. You said, don't put my name on the damn birth certificate and you were never going to do shit about it. Not like that's what you said about my baby. If you had it your way, my son wouldn't exist. He wouldn't even be right. here if we went like, with your plan. So don't. Play so you're gonna have to play by my rules when it comes to this. But I would, I, I understand the bitterness because that's a terrible thing for a person to say to you. Um, like men don't have to be excited when the women that they had sex with get pregnant, but. To be like, well, if you don't have an abortion, then I'm never speaking to you again and fuck you and that baby and don't say shit to me about him. Like, <laughs> like that, what? Like that is too much. There is a middle ground there. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't there expect that. There is a middle that, ground. You don't have to be hateful. I don't expect that every new parent, you know, does backflips and are like, this is the perfect time. Right. You know, yep. they're and fucking I'm so expensive and a lot of work and require, you know, like a ton of adjustment and movie like yeah like you said i don't expect it every dad is just going to be excited you don't have to be but right you but that was too much <laughs> yeah like you can at the very least be understanding and respectful and supportive yeah and if he really wants to be in this child's life then he will know that you are being beyond reasonable considering the things that he said because you could make this very difficult and very expensive for him many do for less so, right. So the fact that you are even giving him the opportunity, <laughs> I think he should be grateful for it. I agree. Um, and he should be trying to impress you with his uh, with his ability to to parent this child. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, I would make it easy on him, but I also wouldn't make it impossible. And I wouldn't take it so far as to like get a judge or lawyers involved unless I absolutely had to. And if you break my baby's heart, I'm putting your ass on child support. Please believe it. It's happening. I didn't have to put you on the birth certificate for that to be true. A simple Dana test will clear all this right up. (laughs) A Dana test. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I first heard Tyler Perry say that and I've like offhandedly called him that ever since. Like like that Dana don't lie. That Dana, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Medina talking Medina talking (laughs) Dana said, Cora, that's your daddy. Like like (laughs) something like that. I'm pretty sure that's where I heard it, but yes like you don't i didn't have to put you on the birth certificate to put you on child support that didn't have to happen because you are the pappy so like Mm -hmm. um you know swallow the bitterness where you can definitely get in your your group chat if you have a mommy group chat or even just your homegirls and be like here go this nigga like your friends love to shit on niggas with you so like they should (laughs) you if they don't are they your friends right Because all my married friends at least once have been like, bitch, <laughs> I'm about to leave. And this is why. 
so you know if you need to get the bitterness out then do it with your homegirls um or whatever but um if your your son deserves a loving father who wants to be a father and if if that opportunity is presenting himself itself then your son does deserve that so but his bio daddy does need to be that daddy that's true that's true it would be nice but if this nigga is bullshitting yeah and really just wanted you know, to get back in your good graces so y'all could get married and or he could move in and, you know, not have to do much other than, you know, sit around the house and not piss you off too bad. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But like, I would be careful about it. Be conscious about what you're doing, but give him the chance. And if he upsets your child, then, you know, I can't tell you to cut him, but I understand if you (laughs) <laughs> decide to go that route. I mean, the Marines have put him to right now. Basically. I mean, that's true. The nigga, I mean, something, his fucking leg was amputated. Like, he's been through a lot. That will change you. You know, you really yeah. might get a totally different shift in perspective after something that traumatic happens to you. So, yeah. Typically, it's yeah. just niggas getting arrested that it's like, oh, now I see the light. But, yeah. <laughs> Like, I would also make it super clear, like, I'm not interested in a relationship with you. I'm interested in whether you can be a good son to, oh. I mean, I'm a good father to our son. Oh, like, yeah, I would make true. that super clear with him. Like, don't, don't come over here making googly eyes at me ever at all for any reason. Don't come, come over, over here, here with the intention of being a father. <laughs> don't come over here. <laughs> like, this baby could don't come right out to me. the sidewalk don't and get in your car. look at me. Right. <laughs> Oh no, y'all gonna have to play in the backyard until I trust you to take my child to a park or something, or until I trust that you're not just picking him up to drop him off at your mama's house for the weekend. My pretending God, like this is your time because lo- niggas love that trick. This nigga gonna be outside in the backyard playing with this child while she, while she's sitting off to the side just smoking a black and just yeah. staring at him in disgust, <laughs> saying nothing. <laughs> In her group chat, child. Just like in a little <laughs> bit of shade that the summer Talking has to offer. I could stab him. I could stab him right here where he fucking sits. I could do it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, best of luck to you as you navigate that, because I'm sure it's difficult. Um let's Here's a quick one from Rose who says, I'm a 24-year-old black woman and I need help breaking up with my quarantine fuck buddy. Since late 2019, I've been talking to this man on and off that I met on Hinge. I moved away for most of 2020, but I came back last November and we started sleeping together frequently. But now I'm ready to call it off. There's nothing objectively wrong with him, um, but he can be a little boring and closed minded while I love to talk and I'm open to pretty much anything. (laughs) I let things slide at first because I have needs and this man was convenient. But now that the world is opening up, I want to get out there and meet somebody (laughs) that I can really connect with. Bitch, all y'all motherfuckers are on this wave right now. So go, go. <laughs> I've never had to end things with someone before. So how do I let him know that I'm done without being an asshole? Any advice on how and when to end things is greatly appreciated. Thanks, Rose. I know motherfuckers just popped out a notebook for this question because I <laughs> that y'all be- <laughs> motherfuckers are starting to see niggas full faces again. Oh, yeah. And they're like, they're like what oh, have I been settling for? This Jesus pussy has Christ. options. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, I didn't know that fuck buddies yeah. required breaking up, but I guess. Um, I mean, y'all been sleeping together 
since late 2019. So you might have to, you might have to officially break it off just because y'all been doing it for so long. But like, I felt like fuck buddy implies that your connection is like lacks strings. You know what I mean? It's, it's based in sex. So. Mm. I mean, that's true. I it mean, may not be. I just have a feeling this is more like a situationship than a fuck buddy. Okay, maybe you need to be a little more damn specific. Uh, that's man. just the feeling I'm getting from it. Because, like, that's what why it, else would you be worried about, you know, how to end things with them if it was, you know, not just casual? I mean, unless this is a person who is like... um, Because... Mama said, you know, I've never had to how did how does she word it? I've never had that to she's never had to up. end things with someone okay, yes. before. I've never had to end things with someone before. So maybe she doesn't really have like an idea like that you don't really need to end this. You know what I mean? Like, especially because she's also giving like, you know, Trey doesn't speak. He's super boring aside from <laughs> aside from the dick. Like after yep, basically that <laughs> after we nut, he's fine with a law and order rerun. And so, you know, honestly, and he's a nigga. Like, just I don't think that you really need to overthink this. Like, if he gives very like, I'm having a good time, we cuddle after the sex. Sometimes, you know, we share an ego waffle in the mornings. Like, then, yeah, that is more situationship. It might even give friends with benefits, which, again, to me, I feel like you can. I feel like it's just different than a fuck buddy. Either way. Yeah. I don't think this requires it, it should not, in my opinion, require if you have a conversation at all, anything more than like. I'm doing me right now, or like I just don't want to. Well, I don't even. What would you say to someone that you? Yeah, I agree. Like I wouldn't put too much thought into it. I think I would just stop hitting him up. <laughs> um, if it's like purely a casual thing, then I would just stop hitting him up about sex. I would stop asking for it, basically. Um, yeah. And the next time he hit me up, I would be like, mm, like I think I would just say something like, "Nah, I'm good." I, you know, like. I'm just good. I don't, I don't feel like I need to keep doing this or like, I want to keep doing this or, I mean, maybe that's, I've been told that I'm too direct and that it can like <laughs> be hurtful. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> You've been told. <laughs> and it's never deliberate. I just always want to be super clear. So super. So there's no ambiguity Crystal. about how I Crystal clear. <laughs> yes, that's right. Like it's Crystal clear. Me, yeah, clear. I'm being very clear here. Yeah. You understand that like I don't want to do this with you no more. Um <laughs> <laughs> And it isn't um, mean. It's like like it's this never bitch isn't mean. just it's never like you're mean place. the scum of the earth and I literally no. hope that you die. I never want to see you again. It's never no. mean. It's just... It's never mean. Direct. It's just, unfortunately, my feelings for you have changed and I no longer want to do this. <laughs> and it's I feel like, like that's not... And there's not... It's like... It's nothing. It's just the point. It's just the facts. There's nothing. Because there when isn't you start a, dancing around it, niggas don't understand, and they feel like maybe y'all are still doing. And that's like, no, true too. Clear. That's like, true clear. too. You do the dance, 
And niggas will try yeah. to convince you that you are misunderstanding. Or yeah. like, or that you don't wrong. really feel that way. You don't right. feel that way. You're confused. You know? Yeah. And it's like sometimes like, no. you have to be like, no. <laughs> no, Jakaris. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. God bless. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe take a, a page out of Crystal's handbook. <laughs> maybe not exactly like that. Um, I'm trying to think of ways other people would say it while still being super clear that it's over. But I just think there has to be some, you can like dress it up with like, it's not you as a person. Like you said, there's nothing objectively wrong with you. I would say that, even though that's a little sterile. Um, But I would be like, it's literally nothing you did. I'm just ready to move on. You know, (laughs) it's hot girl summer or whatever. Like I'm fully vaxxed and waxed and... You know, I'm I'm out here. (laughs) I don't think it has to be, you know, all you have to do is is be honest and be kind. You don't have to be like, fuck you, you're fucking dry as shit. And I was bored every time I fucked you. Like you can just I mean niggas are niggas. And and things are over. Yeah, I'm sure he probably got somebody else. If y'all are in a situation, then he's probably fucking somebody else. So this should not even be I mean, if right. he's not fucking someone else right now, he will likely find someone else to fuck before you do. But, right. like... Um, oh, damn, that's true. Honestly, oh, I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> Just that fast. But, like, yeah, girl, you're fine. I think that mm-hmm. you can just go ahead and leave this... Oh, yes. What I was going to say is that niggas are niggas, and ego is a thing, especially when it comes to to sex. You know, like, if the sex is good and y'all enjoy it. And I would assume you do <laughs> since you've been having it for a while. Um, sometimes niggas will take as kind as you can word it as much opportunity for sex still exists out there. It will hurt or bruise a nigga's ego. And then they will villainize you and make you seem like Rita Repulsa because you just said, uh, <laughs> please. You know? like oops (laughs) so that's another reason why i think i would not overthink it because sometimes you can dress up and say it in the kindest mrs rogers ass way and niggas will still have hurt feelings and subtweet you and block you oh yeah they definitely will so i think you can simply just be like i just don't want to do this anymore and if you need to be really specific you can be like you know the world's opening back up people are lit so am i Mm, you know i just kind of want to see what's out there yeah my legs are ready to open back up as well we've been exclusively playing with you for too long it's time for us to do something else and best of luck to you like he'll be all right just the hardest part about it is is the time before you do it because you're like nervous especially if you've never broken up with somebody or ended a situation before then you might feel kind of like anxious about it and then once it's over you get to take a deep breath and delete his name out your phone and Going with your life. It's a good time. Yeah, to the club, so, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Just just do it, sis, and let us know how it goes. Please. That wraps up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Okay, folks, we're uh, at that point in this, uh, the program where we do some reading. And <laughs> I will start with two quick things. Uh, first, very fast, I want to say... Um, hashtag free Britney fuck Britney Spears dad uh, family management team 
the state of California, everyone who has been involved in this conservatorship that she's under, the maintenance of it, um, and all of the evils within. Um, it is insane to me what they have been able to get away with. Um with Britney, the stuff that they've put her through forced her to be subjected to by way of her own money and then nice. running into the sunset with her money. Yep. Like it's nothing. She's a slave. Like they have full control over her body. They are telling her she can't have more kids. She has to go on tour. She ha- like putting her in. Anyway, the, her. Yeah. I listened to audio that I think was leaked from a hearing from her con- a hearing on the, the conservatorship and she spoke in detail about some of the stuff that she's been dealing with but wow and it's like if they can okay. do this shit to Britney fucking Spears mm-hmm. imagine all of the people that you've never heard of that are dealing with this as well that's the first thing I thought of so I found that incredibly disgusting um, and upsetting and fuck her dad, especially. I mean, I really hope that they drop that conservatorship without her having to be evaluated again. And I hope that she sues the absolute eyelashes off of everyone. I hope that she sues the lashes, lips, and legs. All of it. All of, of it. All of them. Like how I found three words with an L there. Okay. Now I'm going to uh, pass my read. Pass the read like we used to. I enjoyed this. Oh. Fake name. I will call you... Uh, why is coming up with a fake name on the spot always so difficult? It's because like I'm trying to find something that I feel like would go with this. Name oh, yeah, the what, spirit what's the, of the letter. What's the first name that comes to your mind when you think of the subway for a girl? A girl on the subway? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a, I, I, I don't know why I want to say like winter or Keisha. All right, winter it is. So winter says I'm a big fan of the read. I've been listening to. You. That's your problem. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Wow, no, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Thanks for all that you do. Now, this says, while this is still fresh in my mind, I want to express my outrage and disgust for the nasty bitch on the subway who sat next to me after I told her no. I was on my way home on the raggedy-ass G train after running some errands. I love Brooklyn, but hate this train with almost every fiber of my being. The train came Mm -hmm. to a stop to let people on and off, and this lady gets on and asks if she can sit next to me. I have my AirPods on, but I can still hear her, so I politely tell her no. She asked me again if she could sit by me, to which I respond again and say no. Please tell me why this raggedy, musty, dusty, crusty, sorry-ass bitch with no home training proceeds to sit next to me and sit on top of my bag. That's right, on top of my bag. With her ass. I added the with her ass. With her ass. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you ever, ever put your ass on someone else's belongings unless they asked you to? (sighs) A stranger ass. I would be really on your pocketbook. <laughs> I can't believe my eyes and the audacity, the ease with which she feels so com- 
comfortable colonizing my space, as if I, as if having my bag on the seat wasn't enough of a sign. I verbally said no, not once, but twice directly to this bitch's face. I asked this dizzy bitch why she's sitting next to me after I said no. She must be lost and confused, and at this point, my temperature is rising and my blood is boiling. This raggedy bitch inches closer to my face, as if she wasn't close enough, and tells me that COVID restrictions are lifted, so she can sit wherever she likes. Funny, last time I checked, masks were still required on the subway. That's true, they are. I want you to know that she linked the masks were still required on the subway (laughs) to the MTA's website where it says that they're still required. Like, girl, we know that. (laughs) We know that. But I love that she was like, no, I want you to see that I'm not making this In case y'all didn't believe me. And I don't want COVID. Okay, masks are still required and keeping a distance is still suggested if it's possible. Also, there were two empty seats across from us, so she could have sat her stupid ass right over there. Oh, fuck her. Oh, no. Why sit next to me when there's an option to not? I have never understood that. Why I almost was like, "Mm, if this was the only seat on the train, then I get it. But bitch, the fact that you could have sat somewhere else and didn't, nah, fuck your whole lineage. I don't even care if we're in a Pantene Pro-V or not. Right. Sit somewhere else. Why would you sit right next to me when you could sit somewhere else? It's like when niggas use the urinal right next to you in the bathroom when there's an open one that's not next to you. Why? Oh, I hate that. I hate it. I tell this woman, oh wait, yeah, I know the bar is 50 million feet below ground at this point, but for the most part, many people are still wearing masks on the subway and keeping one seat free between each other. I tell this woman to get the fuck up and that I've repeatedly told her no. What's not clicking, beloved? She leaves me no choice but to begin pushing her ass out the seat. I wish I could say she was a Karen, but she was a piece of color. A piece of color. God bless it. I want to sleep for the rest of my life. I just saw POC and thought piece of shit while saying person (laughs) of color. All right. So she was a person of color. In addition to this god-awful pandemic we've all had to live through and my own personal challenges over the past year, on top of the government not giving a single fuck about us, I'm fully prepared to whoop this bitch's ass as she deserves. I've had enough. That is until I remember I'm black. And I do not want to deal with the NYPD and potentially spending a night in jail. By the grace of God, she's lucky I didn't fuck her up because I was fully prepared to. Instead, I kicked her bag, got off the train, and I walked home. I guess I did the right thing, but I can't help but feel robbed of a 100% justified asshole. Let me tell you, there is nothing more like... That shit will literally eat at you for the remainder of your day, maybe week. When it's like... I should have knocked this bitch the fuck out. And I chose the high road. Why do they call it the high road when I've never felt lower? I don't understand. (laughs) But here we are. Good question. (laughs) So to that lady who sat next to me and violated my space, as well as your bag, girl, don't forget your bag. 
Here's a big, hearty, black-ass fuck you. I hope the rest of your subway ride was awful. I hope you miss every subway you're in a rush to catch for the rest of your life. I hope every subway car that you get on stinks as bad as your attitude, bitch. I hope no one allows you to sit by them again. And I hope you lose each and every Metro car that you buy for the rest of your life, bitch. And for all you... I love how, like, your the past the reads always have a paragraph of just ill wishes. You notice that? <laughs> <laughs> They have a lot to let out. It's like a lot of anger, and they mean all of the mean words. <laughs> and for all you equally dizzy hoes who have shown no regard for other people during this pandemic by refusing to wear masks, get vaccinated, respect each other's uh, space by keeping distance, fuck you and your mom and them too. To our elected officials and the CDC, what the fuck? No, seriously, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? I'm disgusted by the lack of respect for human life mm. and by the recent and by recent public health guidelines that, quite frankly, don't make any sense. Living in New York City is hard enough, and I'm just doing the best I can to make it through this pandemic live. Lifted restrictions don't mean shit. This virus is still very much a threat. I didn't even like being on the subway pre-COVID, so please respect my space and leave Say me the fuck alone. That's all I ask. No means no. Thank you, and be well, Winter. So. I truly feel for you, sis, because... The fact that this bitch could have sat somewhere else and didn't, I would never get over it. And then why did you ask if you could sit next to me if you was just going to do it anyway? Why didn't you just do it? Why would you waste both of our time asking? Because she saw the... um, I don't get it. (laughs) She saw the bag. And it, it, it almost feels like, oh, this bitch felt like she could give her bag a seat. I'm going to Yes, there. because there are other empty seats. Yeah, if exactly. What, if there were no other empty seats on the train, then yeah, you would be a bitch for that. But there are other empty seats. So sit in one of those. And then your dumb ass going to ask me, can you sit here? No, bitch. Obviously not. Go sit somewhere else. Like, I, like there. I would have lost it. I would have right lost it. <laughs> oh, no. And she didn't have a mask on. Oh, uh-uh. no. Now I'm highly tempted to go find somebody. I'm highly tempted. Yeah. For what it's uh, worth, sis. Um, I commend you. I think we commend you because For it wouldn't have been arrested. me. <laughs> I would have been violent. I mean, at the very least, I would have cussed this woman out and caused a fucking scene. I absolutely would have hit this person if they were a man and did this to me. And Mm-mm. it's like, it's the audacity. And I, like, I fully relate to I'm black and I don't want to spend the night in jail. And it's the night yep. specifically. Like there have been so many moments where it's like the the specific fact that I want to sleep in my bed and not in jail will walk me away from things. It's not even yeah. being booked. It's not having a record. It's not even going to court. It's the fact that it's like if I go to jail tonight, I'm not going to be able to go to my bed in my bed. Yep. I don't want to. So I get that. But had this happened to me, I don't think I would have been able. <laughs> to walk this one off uh i mean like like you said the pandemic is very much still here so like bitch just sit somewhere else especially knowing you don't have a fucking mask on oh no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no deeply irritating i'm so sorry for you girl i am so sorry (laughs) well thanks for passing the read (sighs) anyway girl god bless and if you have a read that you'd like to pass you can send it to pass the read at gmail.com and we might read your Anger, frustrations, so on, right here on our little pa- podcast thing. Yes, we may just might. I also have something really quick to talk about this week. It's this bitch, uh, Carolyn Palenti, also known as Derek Chauvin's mother. Oh, because I was um, definitely about to Google. 
<laughs> so that son of a bitch got sentenced to 22 and a half years um, for I don't know the about murder you. of George Floyd. Um, can't say that that feels like enough. I um, was literally, well, I was like, I don't know about you. At all. No, when no, I I'm heard that, happy. I was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, so not like going to die behind bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I know a lot of people are like, it's a miracle that he got this sentence in the first place. And no, that, that can be true. And I'm still not, I'm still not thrilled about it. Like, I don't know if this like the longest sentence an officer ever got for killing somebody Maybe. or something. I have no idea. I'm still not impressed. Not when there's niggas in jail for killing life a, right a now behind selling there, weed. Like, mm, no, sorry, I'm not. Um, so, but you know, that was after Carolyn's, uh, goofy dumbass got up and decided to make a speech during the sentencing hearing and for said that her son has a big heart and that he is just in so much distress is over the events of that day. And, you know, he's replayed heart? it over and over and said, you know, when you sentence my son, you'll be sentencing me and this won't be any good for him. Me and okay. my husband won't live to see him get out of jail and I won't be able so? to talk to him on the phone or give him our special hug. First of all, care. that sounds weird. <laughs> First of all, that sounds weird. Secondly, you have to be a whole ass demon to watch your son murder somebody like watch him. You big wa- I mean, the video's right there. We saw it. This is Nine and a half minutes of your son kneeling on somebody's neck. Nine and a half minutes. You gave birth to a sociopath who knelt on a man's neck for nine and a half minutes, resulting in his death. And you decided to get up here and talk about how you're going to have to suffer too. No shit. Perhaps your son should have been thinking about y'all special hugs and, you know, how much he loves his mom and dad when he decided to murder somebody that day. Perhaps that is what he should have been thinking about. Like if your own son wasn't thinking about the fact that perhaps he wouldn't be able to hug his mom and eat her beef stew anymore or whatever the fuck. If he did this, like why should anybody else give shit? I don't care that you're going to be sad because your son is in jail. Listen, I don't care about that. Who gives a shit? Sentencing him means you would be sentencing me too. Honorable man. Like, okay, that's the point. Girl, bitch. you can go to jail too, Frida Claxton. You Don't, and everybody. You and everybody else who has ever had a loved one go to jail. Yes, girl, we know that you will suffer too. Oh, fucking well. Your son is a goddamn murderer. It's on tape. Anybody who wants to see it can Google it and it's right there. There's a thousand links. It is all over the fucking place. <laughs> who cares about some random, about a murderer's random mammy? <laughs> he's an honorable and selfless man who doesn't deserve this sentence sit down honorable and selfless men don't kneel on another grown man's neck for nine and a half minutes resulting in their death they don't do that that's the opposite of what honorable people do your son is not that you're gonna miss him so bad he's your favorite child oh no he's a good man first of all (laughs) George Floyd's family's gonna miss him too like you too. saying that you can't talk to him or see him no more. I highly doubt that that is true. I'm pretty sure that this white man 
will still have visitation and the ability to write and receive letters. I'm sure that that is true. But also, I don't care because even if he doesn't, you can still go to bed at night knowing that your son is alive. And George Floyd's family cannot say the same thing. So who the fuck cares that you're going to be sad? I mean, you're sad and he's still alive. He's still alive. Mm. Somebody didn't kneel on his neck for nine and a half minutes, causing his death and sparking worldwide protests. Imagine that. That didn't happen to you. That happened to them. And your son did it. So they then turn around and be like, well, y'all have just reduced him to some kind of racist. And my son is the, the mm-hmm. just the pinnacle of God's grace and the happiest moment of my life is when i gave birth to you fuck your sister she don't mean nothing and the second happiest moment of my life was when i pinned your police badge on you and you're a good man and i've always believed in your innocence and i will never waver from that so bitch have you just not watched the video do you think it was fake how can you believe in the innocence of somebody when we sat there and watched them commit the crime from start to finish she's making a really compelling argument to also go to jail (laughs) <laughs> throw her ass in there just like, throw I, her ass in there just let her go too thousand percent okay with that because <laughs> you're clearly a terrible person not only did you give birth to a terrible person you're defending his murderous his actions by saying that murder. at his heart he is a good boy and you guys are saying mean things about my baby and he is a good boy I will bitch <laughs> we saw it bitch we saw it this is not speculation we saw your son murder that man how can you maintain his innocence when we watched him kill him what do you think is up for debate here we know literally nothing literally nothing girl we saw it i don't care if you and your probably equally trash husband die before he gets out of jail i don't i i hope for I look forward to that. I mean, <laughs> hopefully he's really fucking miserable the day that he's sitting in jail and somebody tells him that his parents died. I want that misery for I, him. I look f- like, ma'am, and 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 watching you make this statement, I want that misery for you. It's not. How do you act like you this black man's dating. life? It's not. It's not because you're basically telling us that we should believe that your son, deep down inside, is a good person, and the fact that he murdered this one nigger, y'all should just look past it, bitch. Did someone put a you up to this? A man is dead. Somebody else's son is dead. Somebody else's father is dead. Brother, uncle, nephew. Like, somebody else's family is suffering way more than you can even begin to imagine. And you still have the audacity to be like, but the happiest moment of my life was when I pushed you out of my rotten racist vagina. Girl, <laughs> fuck you and your offspring. I remember that I'll never forget the day that I pinned your badge on beginning and cementing your existence as a cold blooded right. killer. <laughs> the proudest moment of my life was when I pinned a badge on you in the last job you'll ever have because you decided to kill somebody while you were wearing the uniform. Why would you say that? Why would you mean that? <laughs> I will forever treasure the day that I got to see you off on your murder journey. White women are a pox. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, Remove her from the earth, Lord. Take her. She said she's ready to go. Thoroughly entertained by Mama saying sentencing him means sentencing me too. Cool. Yes, like that's great, girl. Would you also like to go? Because I wasn't even thinking about that added bonus, but now that you done <laughs> brought it to mind, <laughs> thank you for the visual. Yes, because honestly, twenty two was not. I wasn't pleased by that. Yeah, this I'm helps still a little. Not. 
<laughs> I'm still not. <laughs> We're right. Now that I know how miserable you are, I feel a, a little bit better about that. But yeah, it's just, it takes a lot for you to make this about you, knowing that that man, George Floyd's family, has suffered way more than you have. Way, way more. It's not even close and it's not up for debate. So, I mean, it just has to be the whiteness of it all. It just has to be the absolute caucasity to feel like you and the pain that you and the rest of your family would go through knowing that that piece of shit that you had is alive and behind bars to act like that is worse somehow than what George Floyd's family is going through and has been through. It's just absolute peak whiteness. Girl, fuck you. <sighs> wow. I actually kind of forgot it. about the I'm done. sentencing situation until you just brought it back up. Like, I wanted to forget about it. I couldn't watch it live I was, because I just knew that they was going to piss me off, give him 18 months and, you know, three weeks with good behavior or something. Like, I just knew yeah. that I wasn't going to be able to watch it live. Um, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Still not pleased. 22 years is honestly more than I thought he would get, but still yeah. not pleased. So. Yeah, isn't it like that? Absolutely the same. And I didn't watch the, it live the either. Biggest tragedy. It is. Like, it's insane. It's like I expected for this motherfucker to literally get like a week and yeah. they gave him 22 years and I was still like, that's it. But yeah, like, still like, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like, if it so. brings peace to the hearts of any of you, great. Um, and yeah. I, it is better than what I expected it to be. So I will take that. <sighs> His mom is a stone cold dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> no. And fuck her. Just completely fuck you. Your feelings are completely irrelevant in this matter. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Any news from you before we head out? nothing on this side of stuff we're working very hard appreciate you for listening i don't have a happy meal because i don't have three things uh which was the concept but i have been watching a lot of disney films on disney plus lately um and they have been making me happy i realized at when i started the luca the new luca film like the first Three minutes into it, I realized I haven't watched a, a Disney movie in a long time. I think the last Disney movie I watched before Luca was the Lion King remake. Oh, wow. And prior to that, I think it was either Coco or Moana. So, you didn't watch Soul? No, I haven't seen Soul. <gasps> Soul is so good. It's okay. on my list. But yeah, yeah. I just watched uh, Incredibles 2, Monsters University, and like... Maybe two or three other Disney movies I haven't seen. The Incredibles before. movies are so fun. They're so good. And like they are. the action and everything in it is fantastic. And if Cars can get three movies and a spinoff, <laughs> Incredibles <laughs> needs another one. Because I love me some Jack Jack. Um, but yeah, that's it. Disney uh, and its magic, albeit, you know, deep seated racism that they're trying to fix. But that's been making me happy. So great. <laughs> Well, amen for that. Um, Y'all take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next week.